0: So, in the next round of episodes, we are going to look at the things that make up the body. We'll look at water and we'll look at the biomolecules or biological molecules. These are the building blocks of life, uh, the molecules that are found naturally in your body. So, yeah, they're the molecules that are produced by living organisms, the main ones. So, we're just going to look at them, the carbohydrates of uh, fats and proteins so we're going to look at that and happy listening and it's live let's look at water so water the we're just going to look at the functions of water in the human body because water makes up around 80 percent of the body in living organisms and um, it is responsible for around 50 to 60 percent of the weight of a human being so we're just going to look at the important things, the, the important functions of water in the human body. And one is that water is an important solvent um, in metabolic reactions. So it, it ensures that metabolic reactions happen in cells. Now, what are metabolic reactions? Metabolic reactions, these are all the chemical reactions that take place in cells. So water is there to... It's the solvent in which the chemicals that react in metabolic reactions dissolve in. So the the chemicals that react in metabolic reactions dissolve in water for them to be able to uh, react. Now, if water is not there, then the cells dry out and the metabolic reactions cannot take place. And then the organism dies because these metabolic reactions are necessary for life. Now we'll look at the second important function of water is that water is important because it's responsible for the transportation of some minerals. As it is, you know, the liquid part of blood called plasma, um, nutrients dissolve into it and then it moves with the blood around the body to the important areas. So let's say um, your body has absorbed glucose now for it to go to all the cells so that respiration can take place then it would have to move through um, with the blood and the liquid part of the blood which is called plasma has a lot of water in it so that's another function of water now the other is that water is responsible for the removal of toxic substances in the body so an example of that is urea which is made by the kidneys it has to dissolve in water to form urine and then we pass it out now um, another way that we excrete waste substances with water is sweat so now if the water is then what we are uh, lose to um, we emit a sweat and some um, waste substances go out like that now the fourth and um fourth function of water that's also important is that water aids in digestion now uh, Enzyme, for enzymes to be working at the optimum level, they need to be dissolved in water. So the enzymes and uh, the nutrients that they're going to be working on, they will be dissolved in water, and then enzymes work best at that. So those are the important functions of water. One, it's an important solvent in um, metabolic rea- reactions. Two, the transportation of dissolved substances like food molecules. Three the removal of toxic substances from the body, and four, it aids in digestion. Now we are going to look at carbohydrates. Um, Carbohydrates are formed from three things and the name itself tells you the three things. So it's called carbohydrates. Now, carbo is for carbon, and then for hydrogen, and then AIDS is for oxygen. So when you see AIDS at Is a suffix that means that thing has oxygen in it like carbonates carbonates there is carbon and oxygen because it's carbon and then eights for oxygen so carbohydrates have carbon hydrogen and oxygen now these are carbohydrates are broken into three and these are monosaccharide disaccharide and polysaccharide. So we're going to quickly explain and go through those three. Now, monosaccharide. This is the simplest form that you find carbohydrates in, and the examples are glucose, fructose, and galactose. So these are um, simple sugars, and they're soluble. They're sweet. So that is the building block, the fundamental. Um, part of carbohydrates where it all starts at. So, the simplest carbohydrates are called monosaccharides, it means it's just exists as one. So, one glucose molecule is called a monosaccharide. Now, we go to the next thing, it's called a disaccharide. DI means two. So, when you have disaccharides, you'd have two either two glucose molecules joined together or a, gl- a glucose and a fructose molecule joined together or a glucose and a galactose molecule joined together, or a fructose and galactose molecule joined together. But it's just two building blocks that are now joined together and then you form disaccharides. These are also simple sugars because they're soluble and they're sweet. Now, examples of uh, disaccharides are sucrose. Sucrose, this is the sugar that you find in hot beverages, the sugar that you put in hot beverages and then your cereal and then we have maltose which is malt sugar so yeah now we go to the next which is called polysaccharides when you now have many glucose molecules joined together you form what is called a polysaccharide now polysaccharides are insoluble and they are not sweet okay most of them are insoluble and they are not sweet so Polysaccharides, um, they are called complex sugars because they are insoluble and they are not sweet. Now, um, these polysaccharides, I'll give you examples. There is starch, there is glycogen, um, and there is cellulose. So now, I'll give you um uh, typical examples of these monosaccharides, disaccharides, and polysaccharides, in um well, that are used a lot. So. We go to glucose now. Glucose is the is the form of carbohydrates that are used in respiration. So glucose is what both plants and animals use in respiration. So for the production of energy, you know, for energy to be released, they have to use um, glucose and oxygen in respiration. So glucose is the form is the carbohydrate that's used. Now, in in animals, glucose is also the carbohydrate that's transported around the body so when carbohydrates are moving around your body they are in glucose form. Now in animals they are actually not in glucose form carbohydrates and they are moving around in animals they are converted to sucrose okay so glucose is converted to sucrose in plants for transportation but in animals it's still glucose during transportation. Now we go to the third part which is storage so in, when carbohydrates are being stored in plants, they are converted to polysaccharide um, starch. So the reason why you find starch in um, plant, uh, you sometimes you find a lot of starch in seeds or in tubers is because that is how carbohydrates are stored. They are stored in plants as starch. Now in animals, we um, we actually don't store our carbohydrates as touch we store it as glycogen okay and we don't have a lot of that but we still have yeah a lot of, um, i mean we have some the glycogen that is stored so we we store carbohydrates as glycogen now the last um one that we talked about is cellulose cellulose is used in plants to make um uh, the the cell wall. Now it's strong, so it makes the fibers that make the strong cell wall that holds the plant cell in shape. Well, now we go to lipids or fats. So fats are also called lipids. Okay, that you can use either one of the names. Fats are made from the very same things that carbohydrates are made from, which is carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. Okay, so fat fats are made from um carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. Now, when you look at biological molecules, you have to name um, the smaller molecules that then make the fats. Like in carbohydrates, we said we have glucose, which then makes um, sucrose, like, which is a disaccharide, and then it then makes a polysaccharide, like starch. So now we look at fats. Fats are actually made from um, fatty acids and glycerol. So the fats are made from four molecules. And the four are three fatty acids and one glycerol. So fatty acids are like long molecules that are attached to a a glycerol cube. So we have three fatty acids and glycerol. So you can just say fats are made from fatty acids and glycerol. Now fats are insoluble. Okay, all fats are insoluble. And the fats that are liquid at room temperature and pressure are called oils. So when you see the word oils, it doesn't mean that fats that dissolve in water. No, it's fats that are liquid at room temperature and pressure. So now we go to the functions of fats. Now, fats are a secondary uh supply of 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 energy. Okay, the um carbohydrates are the main energy supply in the human body. Now fats are they they produce more energy per uh per gram but then they are not really used in the body unless we run out of carbohydrates so fats are a secondary supply of carbohydrates now because fats always have carbohydrates energy in them they are used to store energy so fats are used as the energy store okay they are secondary supply of of energy and they are also used to store energy in the body so energy is stored in fats. Now the third thing that fats do is that they are also used for insulation um, and that is they keep the body warm. They keep the warmth inside the body. So fats are there for insulation. Now when we talk about um, fats being used for insulation and um, fats being used to store energy, in in mammals we use the word adipose tissue. Now Adipose tissue is the cells that um that the layer of cells that you have your fat store um inside. So the cells in which the fats are and where the fats store the energy, you know, the layer of the cells is is a tissue. So that layer is called adipose tissue and it's normally found beneath the skin in mammals, and that is where um there is insulation also because the fats are there to protect um, the mama from getting cold as you know that mama is warm blooded yeah now we'll go to the last guy and that's proteins now proteins are used they are unlike carbohydrates and them proteins their main function is not for energy production though they can produce energy i mean they can be a source of energy but we don't look at that a lot for proteins Proteins are actually, are okay, first of all, proteins are made from carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen, like uh, carbohydrates and fats. But not only that, proteins also have nitrogen, and they also have sulfur. So, yeah, proteins have two more elements than um, carbohydrates and lipids. Now, proteins are made from amino acids, so there are long chains of amino acids. As you know how we say fatty acids and glycerol make um, uh, fats for proteins they are made from amino acids and there are a lot of amino acids about 20 different types and these can combine in many different ways to make many different types of proteins so there are millions a million a million more than a million types of proteins now these proteins their function is that one proteins are used for making new cells and these new cells are either for growth or they're to repair um, the damaged cells in the body. So you know how when the cell number increases, we say that you're growing. So the cell proteins are used to make new cells, and that's either for growth or to repair damaged cells. Now the other thing that you need to know is that Um, the reason we why we say proteins are used for making new cells also is that a lot of cytoplasm and cell membrane is protein. Okay, you also need to know that. Now, a lot of the cytoplasm and a lot of the cell membrane is protein. So proteins are also used. Um, they're also needed for making antibodies. Antibodies. These are, um, these are the things that kill bacteria and virus in your body so they're used to fight diseases they are attached to bacteria or virus and they kill it so proteins are used one to make new cells two to make antibodies and three protein enzymes are proteins. so and enzymes you also you know enzymes are biological catalysts, which means that they they speed up reactions okay so proteins Are the ones that make enzymes. All enzymes are proteins. So that's another thing you need to know is that proteins are used for making new cells. They are used for making antibodies, and they um, and they make enzymes. Okay, enzymes are proteins. Now the last thing you need to know about proteins is that some proteins are soluble and some are insoluble. An example of a soluble protein is hemoglobin, and hemoglobin is the red pigment of your blood. So, the thing that makes your blood red, hemoglobin is protein, and that is where oxygen is attached to. Yeah, And also, now, that's an example of a soluble protein. So, hemoglobin is a protein and it's soluble. An example of an insoluble protein is keratin. Keratin is what makes your hair and your fingernails. So, it's insoluble and it's also a protein. So, proteins can be soluble and proteins can be insoluble.